Support for Milledgeville Matters comes from Georgia College, Georgia's public liberal arts university, providing the experience students would expect from a private college with the affordability of a public university. For more information, gcsu.edu. Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and today we're inviting back a good friend of the WRGC, and that's Elizabeth Wiley. She's the executive director of Andalusia Farm, the home of Flannery O'Connor. And today she's here to talk about one of their great annual events, and that's the Bluegrass at Andalusia Festival. Elizabeth, welcome back to WRGC. Thanks, Daniel. I'm so glad to be here. And the pleasure is all mine and just happy to, you know, kind of change it up for us a little bit here and uh, feature music to go along with this music festival that y'all are bringing to the Milledgeville audience. I thought we'd just start off our program today by asking you uh, for any of our audience members who perhaps have not had the pleasure of going out to Bluegrass at Andalusia. Just tell us a little bit about this event. Sure. Uh, well, it's our 12th year of hosting the festival and the third year in which we've grown the festival. So we have three bands and food vendors on site, and we welcome folks to enjoy the property. Prior to the music starting at five, there will be porch picking. So bring your instruments. There's plenty of uh, musicians that you can pick up with and uh, just casually play. There are also guided nature walks through the woods. This year, we have a new addition with a kid zone. So there will be a craft area, and folks will be helping People make artwork out of recycled materials. I think they're looking at making some uh, bluegrass instruments out of recycled materials. Not like cigar boxes and cans and maybe things yeah, like that? Yeah, I think, I'd, you know, kind of uh, getting creative there. Uh, I think one thing that we haven't uh, said yet is uh, when is Bluegrass at Andalusia this year? Well, Saturday, November 5th, and it's from 3 to 8. Uh, 3 to 5 is the sort of preliminaries, and we invite people to bring whatever they need to feel comfortable, chairs, blankets, picnics, whatever. There will be food vendors on site. We have Old Clinton Barbecue back again and Doodles Cupcakes and uh, Andy Patel will be serving up some refreshments as well. Well, um, I think perhaps the uh, guests of honor for uh, any Bluegrass at Andalusia Festival are the musical acts that uh, you mentioned earlier. And we wanted to feature some of their music um, in our show today, but we can't feature them without knowing who they are. So um, I know that you've been on here before uh, talking about the bands that are playing, but uh, just reintroduce us to who will be uh, featured at this Bluegrass at Andalusia. Sure. Uh, the opening act is Good Country People, and they're out of Macon. They're just a great group of musicians who some of them are law professors at Mercer and teach other disciplines, English and such. But they, of course, named their band after one of Flannery O'Connor's short stories, Good Country People. They're back uh, for the second year and just wonderful musicians. And I'm so pleased that they've offered to do this for us uh, pro bono. So that's a real treat. And then next up, six, will be the Skillet Liquors. As you know, I'm rather new to Georgia, and I'm also rather new to bluegrass. So I asked an expert, Art Rosenbaum uh, in Athens, who's a, just a wonderful uh, artist, a multi-talented artist, and uh, an expert on uh, heritage music. And he recommended the Skillet Liquors. And I, of course, looked them up and reached out to them, and they were wonderful. They're very excited about playing 
out at Andalusia, and I'm particularly interested in them. Is there a heritage band from the early 20th century? And many of the same families are involved in the 21st century version of the Skillet Liquors, but they have a great repertoire of heritage tunes and I'm sure some more modern ones as well. The headliner is Packway Handle Band, and so we have kind of a range of bluegrass music. Skillet Liquors on one end and Packway Handle on the other. They're very edgy and a sort of, some folks call it new grass, uh, and they're just very energetic, and it played a couple of years ago, and just to a rousting crowd, and they were really great. So I'm really looking forward to the whole day and encourage folks to come out. There's plenty of parking, plenty of room. It's a family-friendly event. There's no vehicles in the farm core, so that means kids can run free. We've got the peafowl that are love to have visitors, and uh, I hope the weather is as nice as it is today, and it'll be a beautiful event. Well, we're talking about music today, so let's go ahead on and just start off with some of the music. And I thought uh, we'd start off with your opening act right now, uh, Good Country People from Macon. And this is a song called Play Me. This is Good Country People, who will be featured at the Bluegrass at Andalusia Festival on Saturday, November 5th. And um, again, this is the song called Play Me. Wasn't looking for anything but whiskey When I took my seat at the bar Just to slow my day fade A drink that someone else made for a change If I died ain't nobody who would miss me Sang a boy with a Gibson guitar from his place on the stage Read my heart like a page Kinda strange And then he started in playing a love song And he made it sing like an angel And he made it sigh
Thank you for staying tuned to Millageville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, today we're talking with Elizabeth Wiley, the executive director of Andalusia Farm, the home of Flannery O'Connor. And we're talking about their annual Bluegrass Festival, which will take place beginning at 3 p.m. on Saturday, November 5th at the farm, just off of 441. During our breaks, we've been featuring the performers who will be performing at the Bluegrass at Andalusia. And you just heard Good Country People with the song Play Me. And, of course, Good Country People are um, uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump away over in Macon. But um, going back to the festival itself, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about um, how long we've had it and uh, what it is and the different components of it. But we didn't talk about the effect that it has on Andalusia. Why do you do this each year? What role does it play in y'all's annual effort? Well, that's a great question, Daniel. Many people ask me, did Flannery O'Connor like bluegrass music? And I don't know. Uh, in, among her records and, you know, her vinyl records in her room or a lot of classical music, I'm not sure she was a bluegrass fan, but her stories are certainly set in, in an era and in a place where bluegrass would have been important. I actually am, as you know, uh, somewhat new to Milledgeville and took up my post in Andalusia about two and a half years ago and saw that my predecessor, Craig Amison, had been doing the Bluegrass Festival for about nine years. And I thought, well, that seems like a going program. Let's, let's take a look and see how we might grow it and improve it. What I did was add bands. We have three bands and food vendors. And the first year we grew the festival, we had 600 people on the property, and we were pretty thrilled. Prior years, the top attendance was about 100. So that told me something. Folks want to see Andalusia. It's a great occasion to do that. And it's also signals to the five-county region that Andalusia is an asset, and we're open, and we welcome them in. The... 10th annual festival, we had 600 people. Last year, we had 560, and it rained, so that was pretty good. We're hoping to have a big crowd this year, of course, and we're so gratified that now that we've shown that the festival is indeed a friend-raiser, many people are introduced to Andalusia through the festival, we've gotten sponsors, and I'm very pleased and uh, grateful for support from the Community Foundation of uh, Central Georgia, the Knight Fund for Milledgeville has supported this uh, festival, as well as the a Vibrant Communities Grant from the Georgia Council for the Arts. So those two grants uh, signal that we're doing something right. We're worthy of support. We also have a corporate sponsor this year, Wild Heaven Craft Beer, out of uh, Atlanta, Avondale Estates, actually. And they've uh, rolled out their Wise Blood IPA. So we'll be serving that along with emergency drinking beer. I believe Andy Patel from Gill's Package Store will also have some other refreshments for folks. So it's a wonderful opportunity to see the farm. And we are just so pleased, of course, with the grants and the corporate support but also the legions of volunteers who pitch in on this. And we have a waiting list, actually, of volunteers. So if anybody wants to volunteer, they can call our office and get on the list. But it's you can sign up for a shift, and you get free admission and a limited edition T-shirt. So we're just so thrilled with the number of people who have come out. And just the last two years, great community showing of folks who want to help make this festival a success. 
And uh, well, you mentioned it there, the you know, free admission if you volunteer. And I guess if you're volunteering at this point, you're probably volunteering for the 2017 uh, Bluegrass at Andalusia Festival. Uh, but what, what are the details about uh, for those of us who are maybe not able to volunteer but want to be there our, ourselves? What's the admission price? And, you know, uh, of course, it's a kid friendly. Is, is it uh, one price for everybody? Uh, well, tickets, actually, kids under 12, well, children. Kids are goats, I guess. <laughs> maybe maybe at Andalusia. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, children are free under twelve. Students and seniors are five dollars, and adults uh, ten dollars. And you can just get tickets at the gate. There's free parking. The parking is in the front pasture, so uh, we have a great system. I think folks have been there in the past. See, it's easy in, easy out. Well, again, it's all managed by volunteers. So you just pay at the gate and come on in, and you'll get a wristband and free to move around. But we are just so excited that it's coming up. It's coming faster than we think. So everybody, all y'all, come on out and just enjoy a beautiful day in Andalusia with some great music and uh, talk to your neighbors and see if they've been, and they can give you a good report on what it's like. All right. Well, you said that come out and enjoy some music. Let's actually enjoy some more of the music right now. Uh, let's go back to the, the Skillet Lickers and play one of their songs. So we'll be right back with more after this song from the Skillet Lickers. Well, folks, here we are again, the Skillet Lickers, red hot and ready to go. We're going to play you another little tune this morning. I want you to grab that gal and shake her foot and moan. Don't you let them dance on your new carpet. You make them roll it up. Bye. 
five cents for the morphine, fifteen cents for the beer. Waited five cents for the morphine, they're gonna take me away from here. Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. During that break right there, you were hearing from the Skillet Liquors, which is a, a very uh, modern but also historical band from Georgia. And we're actually some of the pioneers of not only this hillbilly music, uh, bluegrass, but I, I really think country music themselves. And that gives me a good kind of pathway into our first question. Now, Elizabeth, I've heard you say twice during this interview now that you're somewhat new to Georgia, which, you know, boy, does the time fly, but also new to bluegrass. And so I thought I'd just ask, what does it mean for you to, to move down here, get introduced to this kind of music? And now, uh, really, for the Milledgeville area, I think be one of the, uh, the color bearers for bluegrass music. Well, that's a great question, Daniel. I'm actually a music fan of all sorts. I, a fan might be too mild a word. I may be fanatic. Um, I love live music of all kinds, you know, uh, symphony, chamber music, uh, rock, anything. And I'm actually a jazz fan. So there's some crossover with bluegrass. There's some improvisation to bluegrass. And I think the instruments are just marvelous, and the players, of course, the, this vernacular music has so much emotional power. So it's been great for me to, you know, I did what you did, sampled some of the music, music online and got to educate myself a little bit. I was very, earlier this year, in January and February, I met Art Rosenbaum in Athens, and I had come to understand his role in uh, sort of music history, and I had the opportunity to just ask him, who, who's around playing that would be good? And he tipped me off to the Skelet Liquors, and I just actually ran into him yesterday at the opening of Pasaquan down in uh, Buena Vista, and um, he was very pleased that I took up his advice and uh, hoped to see him at the festival. So, I mean, I think for Music lovers, certainly, but people who just like to be outdoors in nature and it's a very relaxing and a beautiful setting, family friendly, so your kids can run around and be in nature and you can feel like they're okay. And it's just a community event that I'm very happy to host at Andalusia as a way to fling up our gates and welcome people into the property and let them see what an asset they have right here in their own backyard. Well, I do want to compliment you on your stewardship of this Bluegrass at Andalusia because it really has become a community event. And over the past weeks, I've been talking to people and, you know, are you going to be at the Bluegrass Festival? Will we see you out there? And not many people are not going to it. A lot of double negatives in that one, um, but uh, let me just say that it's a very popular event, and you will see me there. It is radio, though, so I'll have to introduce myself, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a great event, you know, to have, bring people out, to see them, you know, your friends and, and family members in Milledgeville, but also, I mean, I think it's a regional event, uh, like you said. That's right. We actually had some street teams putting posters in. Uh, Savannah and Augusta, Athens, Atlanta, 
uh, Columbus and all around the five-county region. Um, so uh, hopefully folks begin to see our signature graphics, uh, which are wonderful design. And I've heard from several people that we need to leave extra posters because people take them down. They like them so much. And I've seen more than one framed in people's houses. So <laughs> we have to go back and repost. So uh, the posters send the information they're supposed to send about the festival. Well, and of course, I showed you my poster from last year here when you came in for the interview today as well. Well, I know that this is part of your job, so you will be actually working the Bluegrass Festival. But if you could imagine yourself there as an attendee, what are you looking forward to for this Bluegrass Festival? Well, that's a great question. I actually am working when I'm at the event, but I've got a great team, a staff that's just super deluxe. I couldn't be more complimentary of my team. And they have gathered uh, this great volunteer force. So hopefully on the day of, my job is one of hostess of sorts and just mixing and mingling with the people. I mean, I've met some fantastic people uh, at the last two festivals who tell me they lived here their entire lives and they've never been to Andalusia. And then I see them again and they're thrilled to be back. And they tell me they visit other times than the festival. So that's really one of the goals is to encourage people to see Andalusia as a welcoming place and a place where they can come and just read a book or walk the trail or bring people who are visiting uh, to this worldwide destination right here in Milledgeville. We have people come from all over the world to see where Flannery O'Connor completed all her major works. And it's a spiritual place and it's a place of inspiration and beauty and nature and what could be better to spend the afternoon out there with live music and a lot of your friends well we're just about out of time if we want to sneak some more music in but i thought i'd just ask you just briefly anything on the horizon of course we're looking about two weeks out to look forward to bluegrass but anything beyond that that people might want to be aware of yeah thanks for the opportunity to plug our february 4 this February, as we have for the last several years, we've been focusing on one of Flannery's stories. Every Sunday, there's a presentation that looks at the story from a different perspective. So this February, we'll be looking at The Violent Barrett Away, her second novel. And we have a scholar and a creative writer, artist duo whose exhibition will actually be on view in the gallery space at the farm. They're artists and art director who designed all the uh, new covers for Flannery's books. So we'll see a lot of the artists' process drawings. They're beautiful. And then we'll also have a journalist and a moonshiner. Uh, moonshine figures in the novel. And, of course, I've, as I've been learning more about moonshine, Georgia had uh, quite the market share of moonshine at one time. So... I'm interested in recruiting this moonshiner. I I'm not sure you should be my... announcing this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a legal moonshiner, but his family history is in the illegal trade. And, of course, that was one of the uh, foundations of, of uh, NASCAR, which is another funny kind of uh, interesting fact. It's a lively sort of lineup of four presentations, and, of course, all of them are podcasts. So, if you can't make it out to the farm or you're remote and uh, want to participate in what we're doing, all of those presentations are podcasts, so you can access those on Andalusia WisePod.
While you're talking about that, what's the contact information for Andalusia uh, just in general? How can people get in contact to ask questions about Bluegrass Festival or just to find out more about what you do day in and day out? Well, our website is always a good stop, and that's uh, andalusiafarm.org. And there's lots of tabs with, you know, sort of navigation. You can find out what's going on. And, of course, if you have questions, you can email wiseblood at andalusiafarm.org or just call our office at 478-454-4029. Well, Elizabeth, thank you for joining us again to talk about some of the great programming that you're bringing to us out at the farm, Andalusia Farm, the home of Flannery O'Connor. Well, thank you so much for your interest, Daniel. I love being here with you. You've been listening to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. Today, we were talking about the Bluegrass at Andalusia Festival, which will be taking place starting at 3 p.m. on Saturday, November 5th. I was joined in the studio by Elizabeth Wiley. She's the executive director of Andalusia Farm. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It's been my pleasure spending this portion of the evening with you here on Milledgeville Matters. And I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time. And to close out our show tonight, we're going to feature a song from the headlining group for this year's Bluegrass at Andalusia, and that's the Packway Handle Band. And in this song, they're going to demystify the name Packway Handle Band for you by explaining what is a Packway Handle. So, without further ado, the Packway Handle Band. What is a Packway Handle when they come up after the show? Well, we used to try to tell the whole story. Just too weird And the circumstances of creation Involve Tourette's syndrome With too much beer And in any case It doesn't really matter Cause it don't change reality What? What is a packway handle? What does it mean? a packway handle if you know you'll go far.
hard as a packway handle not knowing is making me sore Packway handle 